0: Welcome, jurors, to Dueling Advocates, where everybody gets an advocate. In today's case, we will evaluate the hidden dangers of the Rubik's Cube.
1: You're gonna have to give me more to go on here. Like, what, what are the hidden dangers of this Rubik's
0: Cube? Oh, man. The Rubik's Cube is basically a gateway drug into pride and uh, a false sense of intelligence, all sorts of issues that, that it can create within societies. No. Now we're talking about the, the
1: actual little toy with nine small cubes on each side and you have to get the colors all sorted back together again, that? Yes. And, and that causes
0: false images and impressions in society? Yeah. It makes you think that, that you're smarter than you truly are. It gives you a, a high level of, of pride in an achievement that is meaningless and it's overall a detriment to society. I mean, like And I'm not even going into the racial aspects of the Cube where it's saying that, you know, all colors have to be in their place, segregated from each other. I'm leaving that one off the table. That's that's we're gonna have another podcast about things like that. But for this one, just just the, the false sense of intelligence and, and the extreme pride that you get. It's an incredible detriment to society. It's a horrible, horrible object.
1: You know what? And I guess I'll throw in there. say I notice whenever they're doing those guides to teach you how to solve it, they always say solve that white side of the cube first. So, I mean, we can maybe go in there later on because, you know, I, I do take offense to that aspect of this cube thing. However, I don't think overall the cube's a big problem, right? I think it's pretty good in terms of if you don't use one of these online guides and you actually go through and solve it. I think it, it does show pattern recognition. It does take a certain level of intelligence to actually solve that cube.
0: Yes, but nobody solves it. That's what I'm saying. When you take a cube and you don't look at, at the solution of how to actually solve the Rubik's Cube and you try to solve it, people end up pulling off the stickers and just rearranging the stickers to, to solve the, the pattern. And, and they're just like, oh, here, well will put it on the shelf. I'll never touch it again, and that's the end of that. Or they'll they'll take it apart, reassemble it, or they'll just buy a new one. They won't actually solve it. Now, for those who who go and, and research the solution and they solve the Rubik's Cube, now they've made a sport out of how fast can you solve it. Who cares? That's just muscle memory at that point. That's like a- anything else that you do, you know, when, when you... When you start sawing wood or or sanding or something, it's like, yeah, you get really good at it after a while, but it didn't take extreme high IQ to to do that. You're just now somebody gave you the answer, and now you're just proceeding to, to memorize it.
1: Yeah, and I mean, there is something to be said about muscle memory, though, right? It's like, let's not understate that. At the end of the day, it does take commitment and constant attempt and working at it do something so if a rubik's cube can get somebody to focus on something so long that it becomes muscle memory i'm gonna say that that in and of itself is a benefit of this cube before this i'll be honest i'll be honest before this i I had no patience for that cube. After everything you're telling me, I'm beginning to think that it is something worth defending. So one, if I can take this cube and hand it to someone and force them to not actually look on a guide, then they'll actually learn pattern recognition. No, they'll just take off the stickers. No, I'll have to force them to not take off the stickers. Matter of fact, we're not going to use stickers. We're going to pretty much have metal that's colored. They cannot take it off and we're going to make it this way, then when they're able to solve it without a guide or anything, then that means they'd have learned pattern recognition. They'd have actually had to solve this puzzle. Yeah, but you know what you're going to end up with? You're just going to end up with an unsolved Rubik's Cube. Now, that in itself then shows the beauty of it. Then it means that that person doesn't get the prestige of having solved the Rubik's Cube, and the Rubik's Cube itself is still something worth
0: aspiring to solve them. The, the problem is, is that you've taken away all motivation to solve it because the people who are held up to the highest uh, you know levels of, of achievement and everything, that they're they're lionized as if they're amazing for having solved the Rubik's Cube in, in a quarter of a second, those people didn't solve the Rubik's Cube. They read the solution, they applied it, and they just started memorizing it and, and, and building the muscle memory. They even go as far as to like, wedge apart the individual cubes on the Rubik's Cube and, and lubricate them and everything so that it spins smoother and faster. It's ridiculous. They've turned it into a physical sport when it's supposed to be a, a mental activity forcing you to to wrap your head around three dimensions and uh, you know pattern matching and everything, but they don't do that. But I can appreciate sport,
1: though. I'm glad that you touched on that. I mean, there are also benefits to sport. They're turning the speed one into sport, in which case... Rubik's Cube speed solving is in itself a sport, in which case, just like a football player but, does have a certain level
0: of prestige. But they don't advertise it as such. They're not they're not promoting it as, as a feat of physical uh, agility or dexterity or anything like that. They're, they're saying, look how smart I am. I was able to solve this in a quarter of a second. You never solved it. Unless you're the guy or girl... Or whatever, that sat down for hours or days or however long it took working out the mathematics of how you can find one method to solve any organization of the Rubik's Cube, then you didn't solve anything. All you did was look at somebody else's answer and just applied it a little bit quicker. That's it. Agreed. But
1: just because someone cheated on a test doesn't mean the test isn't valid. So, just because that person went online and tried to figure out how to solve this test, which is the Rubik's Cube, doesn't mean the Rubik's Cube is invalid. valid. I mean, it's still a valid test. If you're able to actually go through and solve that without looking on a guide, then yes. that's going to take movement visualization. Almost a photographic memory one could say, maybe eidetic. Maybe. But at the end of the day, that take that does... It means you have someone that is intelligent. A certain level of intelligence is required. So, yeah, I think it is valid. I think if you can solve a
0: Rubik's Cube... But nobody solves it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Nobody takes it to that level. They just buy the cube... They follow the, the YouTube video that tells you how to separate the, the pieces, smooth them out, add lubrication. Then they, they watch the other video that tells you what the actual formula is for, for solving the cube. You have to do, you know, 12 right turns and then, you know, two vertical turns, whatever it is. I, I haven't looked at it. And and then they, they, they solve it, and they're like, look how smart I am. Oh, you're so smart. You clicked on two YouTube videos. Yes, so a cheater
1: takes credit. For something that if they didn't cheat... And that's the detriment to
0: society, is that Rubik's Cubes turn everyone into cheaters. Because once it was solved so, once, who wants to do it again? So so it should never do any test. Because this, this remains the same for every test. Well, make it a real test then. How? Number one, if they already know the solution, that's it. They How do you know that? if they already know the solution. It's simple. Almost every single one of them, that they have such a huge amount of pride and their ego is out of this world from having quote-unquote solved the Rubik's Cube that they posted a video of themselves on YouTube uh, solving the Rubik's Cube. So you just... Anyone who posted a video automatically disqualified. Anyone who has already participated in an event automatically disqualified from the next ones because you already know the answer.
1: Yes, but then now... Everyone that has an internet connection automatically disqualified because you will not be able to verify whether a person coming in has watched it or not. You won't be able to
0: verify whether they've used one or it's, not. It's very simple. If they solve it, they watched it.
1: it. You see, and that's where we disagree because someone would has to have been able to solve this in the past. Yeah, one person and everybody else. There became... we go. Then if one person can do it,
0: and a lot more intelligent people and can. And this is why Rubik's Cubes are evil. Because one person solved it and managed to to completely convert an entire species into cheaters. I don't think so. I think... I'm going to start level... calling it the Infernal Cube because that thing came straight out of hell. Mm-hmm.
1: Possibly, but you know what? A lot of good inventions and good things came out of hell. You know, all desires and sin came out of hell, and I mean, come on, we're here. So, let's be clear. It's completely fine right now. The Rubik's Cube, you have to look on something for its intention, not exactly how it was used. You can't base the value of something on cheaters, we definitely don't want to value anything based on cheaters. That's I'm, a horrible
0: way to go about it. I'm not valuing it based on cheaters. I'm saying it itself created I an mean, it just made cheaters out of all humans. No, anyone who it's it's like it's like the ring from from that stupid overly long movie where where the moment somebody touches it or experiences it that that's all they can think about and and they'll do anything to to keep it and hold on to it. it the moment somebody touches the Rubik's cube, they go. Ooh, I don't wanna put any work into this. Oh, that's a solution. Look how smart I am. I think
1: what you're talking about is a problem with society as a whole. And that makes the Rubik's Cube even better because what it's showing you right now is people have become lazy. They don't wanna put any work into anything. And the first thing that people do nowadays isn't think, it's Google. And that's our problem, absolutely. So I think the Rubik's Cube is even better then because it's actually showing us about ourselves. The Rubik's Cube, I'm going to call it the Rubik's mirror into our souls how because the, that's what it's the, showing us.
0: How about the Sin
1: Illuminator? Maybe I also like that. I hope that when they finish searching for how to solve it and they do solve it, I hope they feel dirty <laughs> because they just went and dirted the, the beauty that is the Rubik's Cube.
0: You know, it's funny. I wonder how many souls are in hell right now because of the Rubik's Cube.
1: I want to say all of them, except one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> except that
1: one. That one soul he went to. Well, I'm sure he still went to hell, but for something else. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Probably because he made the first video showing how to solve
0: it. That's his crime. Yeah, he he made a, a whole... Species, uh, a bunch of sinners. So yeah, that's a sin in itself. Yeah, in and of
1: itself, I don't disagree that. But ultimately, I still think the Rubik's cube itself, it's a good thing. I think honestly, I, I've used Rubik's cubes in the past. I've tried my Oh, you're enemies. going straight to. Hell. I've never watched a
0: video on how to solve it, and and have you solved it? Not quite. Okay, I haven't solved it either. I, yeah. I spent a good five ten minutes with it, and I was just like, you know, I'd I'd rather just do something else with my time.
1: No, there was one time I thought I really had solved it because I got one side, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is perfect. And then I turned it around, and I realized that that's not quite how it
0: works. But that's part of the evil of the Rubik's cube. And then it, it forces you, to, it frustrates you to the point where you're just like, no, I there. This is either unsolvable or there's there's something there that I'm missing, and then you research it. And then that's the beginning of the life of a cheater. But that's
1: it. I didn't research it. I just said, you know what? Maybe I'm just not smart enough to solve this this pillar and test for intelligence.
0: And then I put it down and I started a podcast. And that's that's what makes you honorable enough to be an advocate. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, you know, if, if you value the, the mental stability of your children and, and their the future of their souls... I recommend that you avoid the Rubik's Cube at all costs. Warn your children about the dangers of the Rubik's Cube. And on the flip side,
1: I think you should all hand yourself, hand your children that Rubik's Cube and have them attempt to solve it. And if they can't, just accept that that child has a life of a podcaster. (laughs)
0: Was your favorite advocate arguing on your behalf or have you discovered a new respect for the opposite view?